What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I've got a special guest. We're talking about investing in land. He made the transition from being an investment banker to a solo entrepreneur to now building a business that specializes in buying land and then selling it often in terms, which was a really unique strategy that we discussed. Welcome to the show, Mark Poldowski. Welcome to the show today, Mark. How are you doing? Dan Lesniak. Pulse is normal. Respiration's fine. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. We we talk a lot about real estate, and you know, sometimes we get we focus more on agents, sometimes more on investing. Today is one of those special days. We get to you know dive into investing, but a topic that we don't get into a lot: land investing. So. Why don't, why don't you, I know you've got a ton of great info to go through on that. And um, before we do that, why don't you give, give our listeners a little bit about your background and bio? Yeah. If, if we rewind the tape to 2000 now, holy cow, I was a miserable micromanaged, overstressed 45 minute commute to work and back investment banker specializing mm. in mergers and acquisitions with private equity groups. And Dan, it got so bad for me. I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going by really fast oh, wow. and having to be back at work on Monday. So my firm hires this guy. He's telling me as a side hustle, he's buying up raw land, pennies on the dollar. He's flipping them online and he's making a 300% return on his investment. And I'm looking at companies all day long and a great company. Uh, Great company has, uh, well, what just happened here? How's that? Uh, a 15% EBITDA margins or free cash flow. Average company is 10%. And I'm looking at companies all day long, less than 10%. So I don't believe them. So we go to New Mexico together. I got three grand saved up for car repairs. I do exactly what he tells me to do. I buy 10 half acre parcels and average price of $300 each. I flipped them online and they all sell for an average price of $1,200, 300%. It worked. Wow. So I took all that money. I went to another auction where I live in, in Arizona. And again, it's 2000. There's no one in the room and I'm buying up lots. I'm buying up acreage for nothing. And over the next six months, I sold all that land. and I made over $90,000 cash. So I go to my wife. I'm like, honey, I want to quit my job and become a full-time land investor. And she's pregnant. And she's like, absolutely not. <laughs> so I said, okay, okay. So it took me about 18 months for the land investing income to exceed the investment banking income. And then I quit and I've been doing it full-time ever since. And as of today, I've done over 6,000 transactions. Wow, what a story. I mean, and I know iBanking is like a special type of torture that people put themselves through, I think. Yeah, it's- I've, I've never done it, thankfully, but I've had friends in it and like, I remember 
being out, you know, visiting them. It's like Saturday night at 10 o'clock and they're like, oh, my boss called. I got to, I got to go in. I'm like, like it's 10 o'clock on Saturday night. I'm like, that's just like normal. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a, it's a different type of stress for sure. I don't recommend it. Wow. So were you, were you almost like in disbelief at first that this kind of was even out there as an opportunity or, I mean, you must yeah, I mean, coming from my background, I'm yeah. like, well, this isn't really sustainable. This is at the end of the day, like, you know, I would analyze the market. It's a huge market, but I'm like, okay, more competition is going to come in. Eventually technology is going to make this more efficient. You know, 300% is going to become 30%. And that was 21 years ago now. And today it's still inefficient. It's still a massive market. And the margins are still at 300 to 1000%. It's nuts. Is it typically small? I mean, you, at first you kind of described what are smaller deals. Uh, later on, you, you replace your iBanking salary did you do that by scaling and doing a lot more or doing bigger deals or combination or how does how, what did that journey look like yeah i mean I, I was buying up lots um for you know 30 bucks an acre and flipping them for 500 bucks an acre um so just on that one deal i did this big deal in nevada i made like five million dollars but then when 2000 and really i got i got hurt in 2010 I really started to take it more seriously as a business and started to scale with software, um, inexpensive virtual assistants, and then software on the back end. So now today it's 90% automated um, and it's just a machine. So we can really do that volume. But until I really got a mentor and I was telling him about my business, he's like, Mark, don't insult me. You don't have a business. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, what happens if you die? He's like, you're doing this, 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 and this. He's like, a business should be able to run without you. And so once he started helping me, then I kind of got to that point where, you know, now I'm, I'm in the frontier properties, my investment business, about 30 minutes uh, a week. How did you make the transition from, we'll call it solo entrepreneur or, or you know, you're the business, you're self-employed, basically. How did, how did you go from that to now a, a company that, runs with without you there a lot of the times. Alright. Hey, that's a great question, but I just got a text message from another one of my fans. I don't want to say fans. I said followers. Um, hey, that's a great thought. But let me get to this question that I just got from one of my followers uh, right to my phone. Uh, by the way, did you know you can text me at 703-215-1684? This is a new thing I've rolled out. I'm letting my listeners and uh, people that subscribe and follow me on social media connect with me directly to my phone on text message. It's me answering them and, and responding. You can ask me anything about real estate, investing, business, whatever. Just text 703-215-1684 and I will respond to you. So basically it was just awareness 
and doing something called like a swim lane. Like we'd, I'd break out into swim lanes, exactly what I personally was doing. And then I would prioritize, what do I hate doing the most? So for example, let's say that I make an offer. Now I'll walk you through the model, but I'm, I'm making offers for to sellers with, with raw land. And they might call back on the offer. And I might have been on the call for 30 minutes, hearing the whole story about how they bought the land, what they were going to do with it, now why they want to sell it. I'm like, this isn't really a good use of my time. So that was like, okay, a pain point. I don't, I don't like doing this. So then I hired an intake manager who could field those calls and then get a bonus for negotiating down the price as well. So just our inexpensive hourly virtual assistant with a bonus. So now that big piece I'm out of. And then as far as the mailing piece, for example, um, I had a virtual assistant in South Carolina, Janie doing that, but then we created software so we could just get a list, upload that list, and it automatically sends out the, the offers with address verification. And then note management, for example, um, you know, I would be spending all my Sundays typing in, you know, all the note payments and doing the math and I'm like not even being confident on, on the math with this Excel spreadsheet. So we created software to automate getting payments that does the math, that does the journal entries, does all the bookkeeping, um, allows the borrowers to go in, you know, see their current balance, make a prepayment. So it, it avoided all those unnecessary, you know, calls to me uh, as well. So slowly piece by piece started building out all the pieces to get myself completely out of the business. So people, processes, technology, you put all this together. What, um, what kind of hold period do you normally have on the land? Like, do you, are you just purely buying it, holding it, flipping it? Are you getting it entitled ever or doing other mm -hmm. things with it? Like, no, no, I'm, I'm, you know, dirt rich. All I can afford is okay. the dirt. Okay. So, um, let me walk you through the model. Sure. Now you, you'll see exactly what I do. So Dan, where do you live? Right now I'm living in Florida. You're in Florida. Okay. I'm going to assume you own 10 acres of raw land in Texas. Okay. And I'm going to assume you owe $200 in back taxes. So you're advertising two really important things to me. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to that raw land. You're in Florida, the properties in Texas. And number two, you're financially distressed in some weird way. Because when we don't pay for things, we don't value them the same way. And you even paid your property taxes. As a result, the county treasurer in Texas is sending you notices every month saying, Dan, if you don't pay your property taxes, you're going to lose that property to a tax lien or a tax deed investor. So what I'm going to do is take a look at the lowest comparable sale in the, for the last 12 to 18 months on your 10-acre parcel. Let's say it's 10 grand. I'm going to divide by four. And that's going to give me what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. So I'm going to send you an actual offer of $2,500 on your raw land. Now you accept it because for you, $2,500 is better than nothing. Now in reality, three to 5% of people accept my quote unquote top dollar offer. Now that you've accepted it, I've got to go through due diligence. I have to confirm that you still own the property. I have to confirm that back taxes are only $200. I have to confirm there's been no breaks in the chain of title 
I want to make sure there's no liens or encumbrances, this whole property checklist. And since it's $5,000 or less and I'm, I'm investing, I'll use my team in the Philippines. I'll pay 11 bucks and they're connected to an American title company. They give me all that information, plat maps, aerial maps, GIS maps, the, G, the GPS coordinates. So I'm getting my marketing package at the same time. So now that everything's checked out, I buy the property from you for $2,500. I'm going to sell it 30 days or less. I'm going to make a cash flow like a house. So I have a built-in best buyer. Do you know who it is? No. The neighbors, the neighbors. Ah. So I'm going to send out neighbor letters saying, here's your opportunity to protect your privacy, protect your views, know your neighbor. So oftentimes the neighbors will buy it. Now, if they pass, I'll go to my buyer's list. The buyer's list passes. I'll go to a little website you may have heard of called Craigslist, 10th most trafficked website in the United States. I go to Facebook, the marketplace, buy sell groups, and then I'll go to the lands, landmoto.com, landandfarm.com, landsofamerica.com, landflip.com, landhub.com. These are platforms where people buy and sell raw land every day. But the way that I'm going to sell it is where the magic happens. So all I'm going to ask for, for somebody to control 10 acres of raw land in Texas is a $2,500 down payment. And then I'll make it a car payment. Let's say $249 a month, 9% interest over the next 84 months. So I'm going to get my money out on the down payment, or I might go six to 10 months out. And then we'll just make it a car payment. $249 a month, 9% interest in the next 84 months, no renters, no rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And then the game we play is, can we create enough of these land notes where our passive income now exceeds our fixed expenses and we're working because we want to, not because we have to. I love it. What's the, um, do you, I'm, I'm, I assume you have this process automated where, you know, you find, you know, the guy like me that has the out of state Land. Yeah, I mean, it's all oh, automated in, in a sense yeah. that it's all public information. So we'll just right. get that list from the county assessor or the treasurer, you know, upload it into our software, and then it just goes out. But, you know, once I'm in a profitable market, then I don't really care if they owe back taxes or live out of state. I'm going to mail it to everybody. But when it's a new area, I want the lowest hanging fruit to test out of state owe back taxes. Are there, are there just a lot of people that inherited land or bought it decades ago? And tons of people that just, inherited just kinda it. Don't, don't it. care about it anymore. Yeah. What became an asset is now a liability. They keep paying their property taxes every year. Every year they get a reminder how come we're, we're, we still have this land? We never go out there. Yeah. We never built on it. So we're, we're helping them out. Interesting. And, and now what, what does, what, what does it take for a newbie? Let's say someone's never done this before. How do they get started? So I think the best way to get started is to get educated. So you want to get some training and there's tons of information out there. So I even have a, a, a free course to just, if they want to double their money, 30 days or less, they can go to landgeek.com forward slash quick deals. I'll walk them through step-by-step step just how to get started. But you definitely want to get trained because there's a lot of pieces to it. I mean, it's a simple model, but there's a lot going on. I think you mentioned you're you're putting on an event soon. I assume. Yeah, yeah. You'll, te you'll teach some of this stuff at that event, or what's what's that all? Yeah. About? So at our our boot camps, there are two and a half days 
of land investing immersion. And it's just it really in-depth training. And is, is this uh, the strategy, the process, you know, the model you outlined, is that, is that the kind of the bread and butter or do you do more or expand on that or? Well, within each one of those pieces, there's a lot more that goes into it. Okay. So, I mean, in, in fact, it, it takes quite a long time to build a business. I mean, we're talking about creating a machine, building a business that, that automates this deal flow. Because the last thing I want anybody to do is build themselves another job. So my whole purpose is to get everybody out of what I call solo economic dependency, which means if you're personally not working, you're not making any money. And so once we can solve our money problems and our time problems, which is what this model will do, then people really can spend the time figuring out what their purpose is in life and move up Maslow's hierarchy of needs into self-actualization. I like that. How, how has that played out in your life? Can you kind of walk through the journey of what it was like, um, you know, after you made the transition to the business owner and you had security, freedom of not just money, which is important, but, but also the time. Yeah. So I'm really mindful now about my time, right? So I theme my day, my week. So Mondays and Fridays are my terminal days. So those are the days I pretend if this is my last day on earth, and I don't know when it's going to be, but I pretend this is these, this would be my last day. How do I want to spend that time? So typically I'll meditate, um, I'll work out, I'll spend time with friends and family. I'll deepen all my relationships. And then I'll, I'll read, I'll, I'll do things that, you know, I really enjoy. And by the end of that day, hopefully I'll hit, you know, the pillow at night and think this, if I had a, if I die in my sleep, pretty good day. Um, Tuesdays are my podcast days. So I have the art of passive income podcast. That's when I do my, my interviews. Wednesdays are my team meeting days because I have other companies as well. Um, so I'll meet the team leaders, uh, for those companies. Thursdays are client meeting days, uh, for the people that are in our coaching program. And then Friday again is another terminal day. So, you know, for me, I have the time to really think about what I want to do as far as, you know, an overarching personal goal was like, okay, you know, everything in my life is temporary, right? I'm gonna lose it all. What's the one thing that endures? What would be my values? So, you know, spending time on that to pass that on to, you know, my family, you know, the, the people in my life, um, and, and just being a good ancestor. Well, that's, uh, amazing that you've been able to build and really structure, create a life centered around those things. Certainly would have, I don't think you could have imagined yourself doing that as an investment banker. No, no, not at all. No. And, and how, um, you know, how, how big do you think you can scale this business or, or have you kind of gotten it to the level you want or? Um... Well, you know, every, you know, it's just like a human being, right? Everyone wants to keep growing as a person. You want to keep growing as a business. So just like any good business, there is no, uh, you never get to the top. You just want to keep growing. So, yeah, I mean, I have way more than I personally need but that being said, um, as we grow, 
you know, we grow our team, we provide more jobs, we provide more opportunities for other people. So um, there's lots of benefits to growing. Well, it's certainly cool to, to see what you've done, the model you've built, how you're helping other people learn and, and, you know, hopefully also implement it. Before we wrap up, I always like to end with a hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire questions and answers. I'm, I'm ready. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate investor? Well, get a mentor, smart cut it. Oh, I would make offers. <laughs> yeah. I, I would continue doing what I'm doing. hundred percent. Cause I mean, I started with $3,000. Um, if I had even less money, I could, if I had just, you know, I could start with a hundred dollars. I could do a mailing. And then let's say that I have no money to buy the land. Right. Well, I could lock it up. I could say, Oh, oh Dan, you know, I'm going to close in 90 days with you. Right. And then, well, it takes two days to do, to, do, to do due diligence. Now I've given myself 90 days to find another buyer, right? So right. then I'd send out neighbor letters and then the neighbor's like, oh, I'll, I'll buy that. And I would sell it for cash instead of terms. And now I've got my, my bankroll to, to go into more terms deals. Beautiful, that. beautiful. Last one, where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Wow, 10 years from now. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully doing what I'm, what I'm continuing to do, just being better, smarter, um, and, uh, helping more people. Well, it looks like you love what you do and, and, and the structure you've built and the people that you're able to help. So I wish you luck in doing more of that. Thank you so much for all the value you've given our listeners and viewers today. If people want to learn more about what you're doing or learn from you or just connect with you, what are the best ways for them to do that? Uh, I would say just go to landgeek.com. Um, they can start there. Again, they can get that free course at thelandgeek.com forward slash quick deals. But I think the best way to learn is actually to do it. Right. Yeah, I agree. You need, uh, you need education, but education without action doesn't result in actually getting fully educated. So you got to jump in. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Hopefully you've inspired some people to jump in and, and take action. And to all of our listeners and viewers out there, don't waste this opportunity. If you learn something from Mark, take action, share this with other people that could benefit, and we will see you next time. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.